0: This is NLPS Ed Talks, a podcast brought to you by Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools. I'm Dale Burgos, the Executive Director of Communications, and I'll be sharing conversations with students, staff, and friends of the district. We'll learn, we'll laugh, we may cry, but most importantly, we'll share the unique stories of individuals that work and play in our school system. Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools is one of many school districts in British Columbia, Canada, and is centrally located in one of the most beautiful places in the world, Vancouver Island. Thanks for joining us. We've got uh, somebody pretty cool in here. He's got uh, probably one of the coolest jobs that I've seen in the district. I see him walking by my office window all the time uh, with kids in his class. Uh, This is Franjo. Welcome, Franjo. Thank you very much. How do you uh, pronounce your last name?
1: (laughs) Just like it looks Cernkovich.
0: Cernkovich. I like that. Okay. (laughs) What kind of name is Cernkovich? It's a proud Croatian last name. Proud Croatian last name. I love that. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about Croatia, but let's let's talk a little bit about just uh, where you came from. All right. So born, born and raised. Where are you from?
1: Born and raised here in beautiful uh, Nanaimo. Oh, nice. Um, I count myself super lucky to be uh, extremely proud Canadian and uh, Croatian. Um, I hold two passports, uh, both Canadian and Croatian. I believe those countries are... Probably the best great countries in the world, and I'm super lucky and, and fortunate. But yeah, born and raised here in Nanaimo, uh, went to Herwood Elementary School. Um, wow! Look at that. Graduated NDSS. Yep. And uh, yeah.
0: So born and raised. So and dual citizenship. So mm-hmm. you mentioned that you have uh, you've got a Croatian passport. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's Croatian in your family? My father. Father. Okay. And uh, my grandparents. Okay. As well. Yeah. And your mom's from
1: Winnipeg. Winnipeg, hey! Yeah. Shout out to Winnipeg. Good That's where Winnipeg. I'm from. We
0: love it. <laughs> Good, awesome. So, do you get to visit Croatian Winnipeg often? Let's start with uh, Winnipeg, since yeah, it's closer. Winnipeg,
1: yeah, Winnipeg. Um, unfortunately, I didn't go there very often when I was a kid. Yep. I've only been there once, uh, okay. which was two years ago on a school trip. All right. And I'm actually going there again on Friday. So a lot of stories about Winnipeg. Like I said, my um, my grandparents um, immigrated um, to Winnipeg from. Croatia my grandfather and uh, Germany my grandmother okay and uh, my mom was born and raised in Winnipeg and um, fortunately met my my father when he immigrated as a young man from Croatia to Winnipeg and yeah um, yeah, they made the move out here in 79 when I
0: was born. What, What brought him out to Nanaimo? Or to the island?
1: Uh, you know what? I've Never really heard that uh, answer, but I know I know my father really loved the climate out here. Oh yeah, and it compared a lot to back home, and I think work opportunities, and uh, yeah, just to get away, maybe a little bit from the cold, and uh, <laughs> see a little bit of water and trees.
0: Uh, yeah, right. Winnipeg does that does have that reputation for being very cold. I was yeah. there last winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost a year ago and it hit minus 50 wow. overnight wow. at one time and i thought wow this is <laughs> this is cold i'm glad i'm going back to yeah. nanaimo that's <laughs> nice this.
1: nice to what did it say nice to visit but nice to leave too yeah, yeah yeah
0: exactly right so i mean love it there it's it's where i grew up it's where yeah. i'm from but um definitely uh, your parents had it right they moved over to the island where it's where it's much much nicer exactly. uh now croatia you mentioned mm-hmm. climate's very similar to here
1: it is very similar, especially the area where my where my father grew up. Okay. Um, what area is that? It's the uh, province of Lika. Lika? Uh, the, the town is called Brine, Okay. and it's spelled B R I N G E. And okay. uh, his climate, very similar. A lot of beautiful forest trees. We're, were a quick drive down the Adriatic coast. Um, nice. You know, a lot of climate change. You know, the winters aren't as as harsh as they used to be when I was younger. Oh. So it's warming up. Um but yeah, beautiful summers, beautiful people. And um, yeah, just really lucky.
0: Uh, no kidding. And yeah. you've mentioned uh, in, in passing, and in, in we've talked in the past uh, mm-hmm. about how you, you go there quite frequently. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that as well here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's how awesome is that? So mm-hmm. you have people there that uh, that still live in, in Croatia?
1: Yeah, we have a lot of we have a close knit community in our in our town. Um, I was fortunate enough to to be able to go back to Croatia, or starting to go to Croatia in 1991, uh, when Croatia got independence uh, from the former Yugoslavia, and at that time, a lot of Croatians that were outside of Croatia, Australia, Canada, America, started going back, and my family was fortunate enough that we were able to. I spent a lot of summers there after high school, um, during university, Mm -hmm. and uh, in today. Um, I'm lucky to bring my own family there. My kids, my wife have been there. And um, we do spend a lot of time. As a younger child, um, I I went back to help my grandmother out with a lot of things. Um, uh, I had to, as a citizen, I had to um, report to the army and do my compulsory uh, army service there. Oh, really? Okay. in 2001. 2001, um, okay.
0: Yeah. And how long did that last for? Uh,
1: That was six months okay
0: and um so that's the minimum you have to do or is that that, how does that work i
1: was the first class that went down to six months okay um prior to me um it was 10 and then um before that, traditionally the army, and there's still countries out there that still do it. You know, they, it was normally two years was your army oh, service. Oh wow! Okay,
0: yeah. so as a Croatian citizen, of course, you, like you said, you mm-hmm. have dual citizenship. Yeah, that's something that is that's mandatory. Essentially, yeah,
1: no longer. I think okay. they got rid of the um, the army uh, compulsory duty probably eight years ago now. Okay, um, yeah. but yeah, it was every you finished school, you finished uh, gymnasium, which is kind of um, the equivalent of the the high school that we have here yep. and uh, you went to the army of, as a male and then yep. your kind of, your life would start after, after the military. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: So what was that experience like? It was really good. Yeah. Um, Traveled a lot?
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was an eye opener coming okay. from a, again, like I said, proud Canadian live in this amazing country that, you know, we, we have everything here and mm-hmm. to go to Croatia and spend that time um, in a country that just finished the war recently, right. um, it was different. It was it was interesting to meet a lot of people from different avenues and um, lifestyles. Yep. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot what um, what my family went through to, to have Croatia, whether it was, Back in the 40s, with my grandfather's, um, what my what my uh, my father went through when he was in the army during Yugoslavia and the com- communist communist regime. Oh, yeah. So it was it was good, and it was a small thing that I could do, um, to say thank you. It was a small thing I could do to prepare my family, and my future family to be able to go back and nice. and, we you know, after 91, we could finally verbally proudly say we're Croatian whereas before that it was hard you know my mother grew up in Winnipeg and you know Croatian background and it was I hear I've heard stories it was it was hard time and it was a hard time Mm -hmm. for Croatian people Mm -hmm. and it was a hard time um, just being able to say who you were You, you know you weren't allowed you weren't allowed to say this you weren't allowed to believe in in other things and after ninety one it was just a really good celebration. And obviously the country needs a lot of work and we have our political issues currently going on, but
0: um, everyone's got political exactly, issues. Yep, exactly. yeah exactly yeah. I, I grew up with a lot of uh, Croatians mm-hmm. uh, very proud people mm-hmm. uh, when you know going to high school with them and they love their they love soccer or yeah, football exactly. right they love their sports yeah. um, so up until that time that you went into the military mm-hmm. you spent a lot of your time obviously here mm-hmm. uh, and it looks like you did a lot of sports mm-hmm. right
1: yeah tons I uh, super active child I um, I played soccer as a young, young boy. Mm-hmm, um, of course. Started, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Started playing basketball a lot here at NDSS. Um, rowing was a big thing for me, too, in, in high school. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, post-secondary, I, I was fortunate to play basketball here at Forum Spina for a year. And nice. then I went to the military. And after the military, I moved to Red Deer College in, in oh. Alberta. Oh, okay. And I uh, continued my education out there and played basketball there. And then um, took on boxing. Took on uh, European handball in Alberta and, uh, yeah, just, just everything, just as much as I could. And, um, it was great.
0: Unreal. Yeah. Uh, obviously, sports is a big thing for mm-hmm. you. I mm-hmm. mean, you love your sports. Uh, growing up, is this something that you wanted to do or was it your parents saying, We got to keep you busy? You got a lot of energy, kid. You yeah. got to, you got to do this.
1: It was uh, my parents supported me in whatever I wanted. Um, I was busy. I had to, uh, I had to do my work, and I could still play. Yeah, okay. You know, it, it cl- oh, that's good. Yeah, classic yeah. stories. You know, friends would call me on the weekend. Hey, what are you doing? Normally, the answer was, Franya was cutting grass, or chopping wood." <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, it was good. I had a great childhood. My parents were happy for whatever, whatever I was happy doing, nice. and they were just uh, very supportive in every avenue. Whether it was my schooling, traveling, sports, everything, they were really good.
0: How awesome is that? They yeah. sound like great parents. Yeah. Uh, siblings,
1: do you have any? I do. Okay. I'm very lucky to have a younger sister. Okay. <clears throat> She's uh, 13 years younger than I am. Oh, okay. And her name's Vesna. Uh, she graduated as well at NDSS, and she currently lives in Calgary with my beautiful niece and my father-in-law. Oh. my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law. There you yeah. go.
0: That's How awesome is that? Yeah. Um, I love the names, right? Mm. You said Vesna? Vesna, yeah. Vesna, and then Franjo, of course. Yeah. So these are, are these typical Croatian names? Or are they're... Yeah,
1: they're, they are more... Um, they're a little bit older Croatian names. Oh, okay. I'm named after both my grandfathers. Okay. Uh, my my father's dad was Franjo, and then uh, ah. my um, my mother's father was Marian, and that's my middle name. Okay. And then, um, yeah. So they're just traditional older Croatian names, and that's uh, yeah. It's yeah of, no kidding. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and you have a family. I do. Yeah, yeah, so your wife's name is? Michelle. Oh, say hi. Hi, yeah, Michelle. Hi, how Michelle. you doing? <laughs> and you got some kids.
1: I do, yeah. I have uh, two children. Yeah. The oldest is Livia, and she's currently in kindergarten at Hammond Bay Elementary. Awesome. And I have a little uh, a two-year-old daughter named Eva, and she's busy as anyone can be.
0: <laughs> now, she, uh, Hammond Bay, of course, French immersion. Yeah. Do you speak French? I do. Nice. Yeah. OK, I so do. how many languages? I mean, I'm assuming you, you know Croatian. Yeah, I speak yeah.
1: three fluently.
0: Three fluently. Yeah, so, is the is the Croatian language just? Is it safe to say Croatian, or is there a, a, a name for it? Croatian. Croatian. There yeah, you go. Exactly, All right, yeah. that's yeah. nice to have. Mm. I mean, growing up, I hear. I mean, the more languages you know, mm. right, uh, it's easier to learn more, Big right? Time, yeah. um, I, uh, I'm, I'm Filipino, as mm. I was telling you before we started recording here, and um, so I understand uh, the main dialect of the Philippines. Uh, for me to speak it. A little bit difficult, but my yeah. parents never put that on me. Right. Um, but it, I'm finding that, so for example, Tagalog is mine, yeah. and Spanish. It's, there's a lot of Spanish in it, yeah. so then I can use a lot of that. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know what Croatian Croatian's like. Is there is there a dialect that it's similar to? Uh,
1: we. It's a Slavic language. Okay. I always try to explain it as it's not as harsh as Russian, okay, but not as soft as Italian. Italian not being a Slavic language, but it, it's a smooth kind of. Slavic language, it's, um, as you can tell, I don't have many vowels in my last name, and right, yeah. <laughs> we spell things just the way they look, and we yeah. say them the same way, and, yeah. um, but it's, um, yeah, I think it's a beautiful language as well.
0: Okay, well, let's hear something in Croatian, so, so let's hear just, hey, everybody, how you doing, or something like that.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Okay, there you go. Now, Dobrodan, I've heard that before. That's mm-hmm. that's uh, in different languages too, no?
1: Yeah, you can, you'll you hear it probably Polish, Ukrainian, that's right. Russian. That's you'll right. Probably hear, yeah, they'll probably have a little bit of a different dialect. I'm not too sure what, but okay. you'll hear that for sure. Nice. Okay, yeah.
0: thanks for sharing that. No worries. Uh, okay, uh, you mentioned, so you did the European handball a little bit later, boxing a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, European handball, that's, that's with a smaller ball, am I thinking?
1: Yeah, it's probably right. the size of a cantaloupe maybe. Yeah, okay. Yeah
0: yeah that's right
1: and it's basically i would say it's like uh water polo but no pool <laughs> yeah it's well a, there you go for the ba- people who don't swim yeah for sure then that works out perfectly it is yeah and it's a great sport it's a very physical sport yeah i've seen it yes and um yeah i i, I started playing that when i was 26 okay. in alberta and All right. uh the alberta system there for ha- european handball is very large um Oh. Handball is a provincial sport, like our basketball and volley would be okay. in, in the high school programs. Right,
0: lacrosse maybe. Like,
1: uh, could be, yeah, possibly. it could be. I just don't like there's like, there's like the club sports, and then gotcha. there's the um, okay, whatever the other word is. But so it's very very big. Okay. Um, and then yeah, I, I made the uh, the Alberta provincial team as Jeez. a rookie as a 26 year old with all these younger guys, and <laughs> and we won nationals against a Quebec and. I'm going to say 2007 okay congrats yeah, thank you uh,
0: now other sporting achievements like what what are the big achievements in your life is, is it all to do with sports or you know yeah, like i what? think sure.
1: i think achievements just like my parents will always say we're the richest people if we have our health <laughs> you know and, and health has been something that has been really good but when it comes to achievements um whether it's sports, academics, you know, life goals. I'm a big goal setter, yeah. and um, I still have a lot of goals I want to reach, but I've accomplished a lot. And I think when it comes to sports, whether an athlete or coaching, you know, most recently, basketball-wise, um, getting NDSS back to the provincials last year, and right. Glenn Johnson and I coached together, and that was a, that was a huge feat for us.
0: So you coach... What? Or uh, at ND, first off? Senior girls basketball. Senior girls basketball. And you've mm-hmm. been doing that for how long?
1: This is my second year at ND doing senior girls basketball. Okay. Yeah.
0: And pretty big accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, so you said that you had got say that again?
1: So last year we, last we year. qualified for provincials. We yep. finished first on the island. Nice. Um It was the first time, 23 years or 26 years, that a team other than a Victoria team won the islands for girls. Wow. Okay. Last time it was ndss that did that okay (laughs) so it was pretty cool and and coaching with glenn was a was amazing he had a a daughter on that team and a a really cool core girls that were just a, a pleasure to coach so that was an achievement that was i'm super proud of and should be try to you know incorporate that to this year and we have our island championships um this coming weekend and hopefully we can do that again yeah um Academic goals, you know, I, I got my master's degree at Gonzaga University, and mm-hmm. that was a big one for me, and really proud of that. Congrats. And I was, thank you. And I was super happy to do that with my wife, and uh, so we both have that. and um,
0: So your wife's a teacher as well?
1: She is, yeah. She okay. teaches uh, visual arts and... Um, in dance at, at least my secondary school. Oh, okay yeah. now is
0: that where you like did you two meet when you were going to school to be no. teachers or how does that how did that we oh, actually we're, met we're going some, back a yeah, little bit
1: here yeah we met through sports oh, okay uh, she'll laugh at this but <laughs> my uh, sister was in grade 12 she was playing in the Vancouver Island all-star game in Victoria for basketball nice my wife who uh, the wall sorry my wife now but Michelle <laughs> Uh, she was helping coach Wellington senior girls that year. Oh, okay. And she was at that game, and yeah. we met. And
0: that's it. Everything slowed down. You saw each other <laughs> across the court. Yeah, they called a timeout for the game. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. totally how it is. Or that's at least how you can tell us how it went, For right? sure, exactly. Um, yeah. I, I love it. That's great. I love stories like that, too. Yeah. And, and so uh,
1: is she local? No, is she from here? born and raised in Port Alberni.
0: Port Alberni. Okay. Mm. Well, not far right not far so at all, yeah. not local but but not far exactly, okay cool yeah. um so let's get a little bit into the teaching and i mentioned how i see you in your class walking mm-hmm. by my my office window once in a while and i love this because um we live in a in a beautiful place i don't have to tell you that but i'm i'm i mean i'm so happy that i live in a place like this and quite literally you're walking by with fishing rods in your mm-hmm. hands mm-hmm. and you're walking down the street from ndss mm-hmm. into Colliery dam area for example right yeah. Uh, so that's something that you, it looks like you do quite regularly with your class. And then you also, I see you putting up tents, Mm -hmm. um, in, in the field across the way over here in Mm -hmm. front of ND. So Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about your plan and, and more specifically, uh, this, this, this class that you specifically teach. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's different and Mm -hmm. and I love it. And I, and I think kids would really appreciate taking this.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's been a journey, you know, the, um, this class called, uh, NDSS West Coast Wilderness Studies started um, six years ago now when I taught at Woodlands and um, just really focusing on, you know, getting the kids outdoors, doing that land-based learning, mm-hmm. cross-curricular stuff and um, and having the, the passion of the outdoors, you know, I we've talked about the sports and the cultural stuff, but I'm a big, I love being outside, you know, I, I grew up fishing grew up camping you know I'm not I'm not the, I'm not super keen and in and bo- uh, um, hiking and stuff like that I'll do it but I just love whatever whatever gives me an excuse to get outside I'm, I'm really into it okay so the course kind of started actually uh, as a fishing club uh, at Woodlands we offered a in um, an X block so teachers offered some kind of passion that they had to the kids the kids signed up for them and then we did it every whatever fifth Friday or sixth Friday so I did a little fishing one and had a had a fairly large number after a few rotations and then um, we created a course uh, called uh, I think it was just called outdoor education yeah and um, anyways we fast forward to now the first course had 13 kids now I have uh, two classes of 30 kids in each mm-hmm. um, and nice. we we do a lot of things we the, the, the big thing and you talk to a lot of a lot of people in the community is we need to teach these kids how to, how to play again. And I, I, believe, I don't believe the technology is, a, is hindering them. It just, our society's different, people are busy, and you know, it's kind of, it's just t- different times. Mm-hmm. And these kids want to play outside. So the course focuses on a lot of life skills. You know, I teach the kids knot tying, how to start a fire, shelter making, cleaning fish, um, geocaching, uh, orienteering animal plant, fish identification, like all those things that, you know, hopefully draw them to, to start playing out, you know. And then we do a lot of, um, we get certificates. So a lot of the kids get their first aid, they get their belaying tickets, their yeah. boating course. Um, if they are into hunting, they can get their hunting license and their firearm safety course and stuff. Uh, we do a lot of field trips, you know, daily in-class field trips, you know, we go to Colliery Dam, we do fishing uh, plant identification geocaching all that kind of stuff super fortunate to be able to just you know it's a quick 10-minute walk up yeah. to that classroom that we call Colliery Dam. Um, we camp up in Mucha Bay, Nuka Sound area for five days we're going ice fishing in Lillooet February 26th. That's great. I love it. Yeah and just a lot of just those experiences. <clears throat> um, I'm super excited to start seeing a lot of other schools yeah. branching off mm-hmm. and doing it as well and
0: um well congrats i mean the, that course <coughs> that i mean like you were talking about how fun i mean i would have done that yeah. i mean that just it, it teaches you it teaches you a lot about the basics you talk about not tying uh you talk about just orient, or, orienteering right yeah. and um so like i said sometimes i take a break i look out my window and here you are using tarps <laughs> yeah. and making makeshift tents or or shelters yeah. right for people just so if you don't have a tent per se mm-hmm. you can make a shelter and well, and you, so yeah. it's things like this that are I'll say survival techniques or basic techniques mm-hmm. that I think is fantastic. And so, obviously, you're a big champion of this, and and you're the big push for it as well. Yeah, thank you. Because I I don't know if we do that course the same way if you weren't around. I, I'd like to say that we would, but mm-hmm. I mean, you obviously are a big push for that.
1: Yeah, you, you know, it's it's. Um, I think as educators, we're passionate in in all our areas, and you know, and I've been very fortunate to have a lot of community support. Mm. Yep. And just from prior connections, prior to teaching the course, you know, I just talk to friends or other local businesses. They, they just jump on board. Right. You know, Nanaimo's a great place. The island's a great place to, that they want to help these kids. So without that support, it would be really hard. We wouldn't be doing as much. Okay, We would be doing stuff, but you know, eh. You know, I've got a family drives from Cowichan to teach first aid for, you know, six days. And they're taking time off from being paramedics hmm. and, you know, um, dispatch. You've got people coming over from Vancouver teaching courses. And and this is all volunteer time. You wow. Know, and they're, they're, they're doing this. So it's, um, yeah, it's great. It's great. And I, I, you know, I've had a goal for years to have it, like, district-wide. And it's nice that... Wellington's got a really great educator there, and he's trying to spearhead it. Dover Bay does, Ladysmith does, and... it's awesome
0: that's great so is this the only course that you're teaching at nd or you've got some other things yeah i teach i
1: teach core french oh yes. yeah i normally teach that first semester nice and then i teach my outdoor program second semester
0: nice so what's the big plan for you like i I mean you talk about this course and Mm -hmm. and how fun it sounds i mean it sounds great and i'm Mm -hmm. sure the kids enjoy um you know taking part Mm -hmm. Uh, what's what's the big plans you talked about ice fishing but what's you know big picture what are we looking at
1: the big plan for for the course is to keep it sustainable in this district. Great, you know, and figuring out plans of how we're going to be able to offer it for years and years to come. Yep. We have the we have the skeleton, I guess you could say, and we have everything. We've got tons of equipment, but mm-hmm. it's just keeping that um, just just keeping it sustainable for sure
0: well we'll do our part i mean yeah. we uh, i'm constantly getting uh, stories from you about mm-hmm. what you've been doing I, I love the pictures i love the stories and mm-hmm. we'll continue to share those because yeah. i think people uh, people enjoy seeing that on on social media and, yeah. and um I mean, why not, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you do some really fun things. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm super happy that you were able to take some time out of your busy day to mm-hmm. come down, be on the NLPS Ed Talks podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love to hear about uh, you know it, it was great to hear you know the things that you get to do and and. Uh, you know, doing the things in Croatia and then of course living in the most beautiful place in Canada. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've got a, you got a pretty good life. So yeah. uh, again, like I said, I'm happy that you came down here. Thanks for sharing your story. Um, wish you all the best Thank with you. this course and, I uh, uh, hope you have a fantastic day.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Dale. I really appreciate everything.
0: Take care.